So we're done with Memorial Day, had the celebrations, and now we're ready to go surfing. Is that what we're doing? Getting ready to surf? Well. Head to California. That's what the theme music was talking about. That would be a fun trip to Neil. Yes, it would. Maybe we should take... Uh, bringing it home on the road sometimes. We should bring it home with Sarah and Tennille. And let me just say, I've had a great weekend. Tell Bes- us about besides it. Besides Memorial Day, I celebrated my wedding anniversary with my husband, Charles. Another year of marriage is always a blessing. Yay. So I'm excited about that. And so, of course, I did my little obligatory post on Facebook to the love of my life. That's and, right. And it's you know, not official until you do that. I know. We do that. On anniversaries and on our birthdays, you know, we shout each other out. So we're That's totally fun. living the digi life. You yeah, see how I, I threw that term, I but did. digi life, <laughs> which is like short for digital life. And that is a life that most of us are living now. Yeah, you know? most of us are living a digital life. And it can be a good thing. It like is. You're it's sharing, fun. But yeah. there are some things that we need to talk to our kids about. That's true because school is out now and in most places and the kids are going to be spending a whole lot more time online. Just right. hanging around. Yeah, because they're not going to be at school all day. True. You know, so they're going to have a little bit more freedom. Yeah. So we, we want parents and caregivers and even babysitters, grandparents, all that to be aware of you know, what is going on out there in the digital world. I've got some kind of, I mean, to me, they're pretty startling facts. So we're doing a different kind of surfing talk today. Well, true. Yes. Not the kind we thought with the intro We're music. surfing the internet. Okay, surfing the net. Okay. Not the waves. All right. But um, I wanted to share some of these uh, facts that we've looked up from the National Cyber, Cyber Security Alliance, and these are kind of scary to me. 60% of teens have created an online account that their parents are unaware of. <laughs> what does my kid in that. Oh my god. <laughs> Wonders your kid in that. <laughs> that is frightening. I know. Only 13% of teens say that their parents are fully aware of their online activities. 13%. That's hardly any. <laughs> and then it gets worse to now. Okay. Only 9% of teens said that they talk to their parents about any problems that they experience online. So if they have a problem, they're not telling. No. Yeah, those are so shocking. It's just kind of startling to me to read these. So we do need to get some some thoughts in our heads about what we can do to protect our kids um, and maybe even brush up our skills a little bit. Right, because this is the world now. I yep. mean, everybody's going to be online. And it's not going away. Right. And it, like we said, it can be good, but we do have to protect ourselves and be aware. Okay. So one of the things we need to talk about with our kids as parents, we need to know our children's passwords for any uh, device they may have, and we need to actually monitor them. Don't just have the password and never log in. Ooh, that's a fail. We've already earned a failing grade at my house. Have you? Yep. Well, you know, I think most parents, we probably start out doing really well at that, and then gradually over time, yeah, we just kind of forget. But we need to be monitoring that because we need to be looking for anything that may be suggestive or hateful or appropriate in any manner, we need to delete that and then have that discussion with our kids about why that was deleted and why it's not appropriate. Mm, That's tough. Yeah, it is, but it's needed. It is. And, you know, we want our kids to have some freedoms, Mm -hmm. but 
they need to realize some things about having a digi life. That's true. And this is one of them. One of the things, too, I think is very important is to know who they're talking to. You know, yes. we need to browse our kids' friends list. That, that Again, we have to have their password so we can actually click on their friends. And if you see some that are suspicious, like they're from other cities, they look and appear to be older, um, some of their postings yes. are concerning, that type of thing, you know, see what it is they actually have in common with your child you know how do they know this person ask questions about unknown people that you come across and that leads to the next point talk to them about not accepting friend requests from people they don't know oh and adults need to do this too i, do, I don't understand it i'll get requests from people i'm like i don't even know you no i've never seen you. we have zero friends in common right where did you come from you don't even live in this area like i don't know you or this country <laughs> Yeah. How do I know you? But you know, kids don't think like that. Children, teenagers, they look like it's really cool to have a high number of followers or friends. Yeah. And it's easy, you know, for them to friend or let someone follow them that maybe not doesn't have their right intention. And, you know, as adults, you know, if we get a friend request from somebody, well, me anyway, first thing I do is look to see, well, who are our mutual friends? Right. Because that can might give me a clue. Okay, either we went to school together or maybe we work in the same circles. But kids don't really do that. They don't do all that background checking. And even if they do, they might have friends in common with this person. But who's to say the other kids know who this person is? Right. So you can't just follow the crowd and friend somebody just because everybody else did. Oh, my goodness, no. So Getting if you scary. get on there and see who they're talking to and you don't know them, then when you, there's some discussions that need to be going yeah. on at home. Yeah, there are. Um, speaking of discussions, <laughs> uh, we need to talk about sexting. Yeah. And the definition of that is sending sexually explicit messages, whether it's words or pictures. You know, that's mm -hmm. something we need to be aware of and remind our children, whether they're children, teenagers, never to send or share a picture that you wouldn't want to share with every one of your family members, including your grandma. <laughs> now, that really is going to narrow it down. That's right. But wow, that's a good way to look at yeah, it. Yeah. If you don't want it like shown on the screen at the family reunion, you do not need to inbox it to anybody. You don't need to text it to anybody. You don't need to post it. Wow, right. Because you think you may be sending it to one person. Well, who's to say they're not going to share it with the world even? Yeah, I or mean. They could share it with two other people who share it with, you know, four other people. And it could just multiply. That's true. And, you know, Ooh. our children are set up to think if there's this one person, especially if they've been having conversation with this person online, and they say, hey, why don't you send me a picture of you just wearing X, Y, and Z? Well, I know them. I've been talking to them two or three weeks. Oh, it's for my eyes only. Well, children mm -hmm. don't think like adults think. And so they'll send it via, you know, uh, you know, inbox. Right. Thinking it's just for this person. And there you go. Yeah, we got to talk about these things. We don't do. brush it under the rug. No, we can't. Even though it may be a little embarrassing for the parents to bring up, but something we need to be aware That's of. That's right. So another um, thing that we need to be aware of, if there is a site or an app that your kids want to use, but it's got an age tied to it, you know, that you need to be at least 13 or 18 to access them, we don't need to lie and assist them in setting up an account. 
those age requirements are there for a reason and there may be some things on this app or this website that they don't need to be exposed to yet. Oh, I know. And so many parents will, you know, do this, set up accounts for their children. Oh, they're old enough to be on this. And so they will help them determine what date to put in right. so that they, the computer thinks they're old enough. I have a funny story about Charleston when he was a lot younger, before he was old enough to be on social media. Uh, he came to me and he said, I want to confess something. And I said, okay, what is it? He said, I tried to sign up for Facebook. And I said, well, what happened? He said, it said on there that I had to be 14 years old. And then there was a whole lot of other stuff on there that I didn't understand what they were trying to say. And I said, well, you know what they were trying to say? And he said, no. I said, they were trying to say that you need to be 14 years old. Right. And once you get 14, you'll understand you'll what understand they were trying to say. That. Yet you're not old enough for this. No. So he tried to set up the account and couldn't figure out how to do it. Well, at least he told you about it. <laughs> but what if he had succeeded? Uh, he wouldn't have told he you. He wouldn't have told me about I'd be in this percentage that it created, what did you right. say, 60% of teens oh gosh, have an online yes. account that their parents don't know about. And we would have been in that category. And they don't even realize that it could be dangerous. No. You know? So that goes all the way back to that first thing we talked about, monitoring. Yeah. Like you've got to monitor what they're doing. Yeah. Every once in a while, do a search for your kids on social media. Just mm. do random searches for your teenager on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat. Just see what you come see up with. See if they show up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that might cut down on some of those online accounts that, that parents true. don't know about. That's true. But moving on, just <laughs> another reminder about inappropriate images. You know, we talked about telling your kids not to send pictures of themselves. Mm -hmm. We also need to tell them if you come across pictures of anybody else or any type of vicious messages. You know, there's a lot of online bullying going on. Yeah, it's on. becoming a problem. So your yeah. friends might forward you a picture of somebody else that's in various stages of undress or an unflattering picture of somebody they want or you to forward. Or just even like verbal, like talking about people and it's in a group message. Well, if you get involved in that. Yeah. You know, you're part of it. Yes. So delete, delete, delete. Don't forward to anybody else. Even if you're like, oh, so-and-so would find this so funny. No, it needs to stop mm -hmm. with you. Try the golden rule approach. And the golden rule is do unto other people as you would have them to do unto you. If you don't want it done to you, don't do don't it to, do anybody, it to else. anybody else. That would, that would fix a lot of our children's dilemmas, actually. But And if it's something that's really malicious and hateful, you need to tell somebody. That's exactly right. Yeah, if delete you, it. If somebody sends you something and it, it's inappropriate or whatever, you need to let somebody know. Yeah, and this is whether it's a child or an adult. Yes. You know, even if it's an adult that you're supposed to trust and they send you something that you know gives you the goosebumps and you know it's not something you're supposed to be reading yeah. or looking at, you need to tell somebody. Tell somebody. So along those lines, if something like that happen, happens, you need to block that person, you know, you as the parent or talk to your kids about blocking people that make them feel uncomfortable. Some kids feel like it's mean, though, to block people. Well, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, 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 it's not. You don't have to friend everybody. Do you block people on social media, Sarah? You know, usually I hit unfollow oh, okay. or something, you okay. know. But, yeah, you don't have to remain friends with somebody that's constantly putting up things that you don't want to see or that get on your nerves or that kind of thing. And you don't have to friend everybody, you know? I mean, you just don't. Um, you can hide people, those kinds of things. But if, if someone is posting something that's really bad or really troubling, we need to tell our kids, again, tell, let us know. 
Tell your teacher. Tell me. Tell a, an adult that you trust. Right, right. And, you know, one thing, <laughs> some of us tell too much on social media. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, yes. since kids are not as selective about their friends as we are, they just friend any and everybody. Right. So, you know, warn your kids about posting about upcoming plans, especially trips. You know, they'll post looking forward to being gone to the Bahamas for two weeks with the family. That just lets anybody and everybody know how long you're going to be gone and that everybody is going to be gone. Oh my gosh, yes. I think this is important for adults too because I see a lot of people, they'll be on vacation or like, hey, I'm getting ready for my cruise or, yeah. okay, so I know I know where you're going, how long you're going to be gone. Yeah, yeah you're leaving your house. Basically saying my house is going to be, you know, no one's going to be here for a while. Right, and especially when we start talking about kids, this could alert a predator in that area. That's what's so scary. Oh, you know, if we yes. say we're going to Chicago to visit Aunt Nancy for a week, there could be someone on that friends list who's not up to any good who could actually be a predator. And they know what your child looks like because of the 12,000 pictures they posted last week. Mm -hmm. And they know they're going to visit Aunt Nancy in yeah. Chicago. And it doesn't take very much detective work for them to be able to find out where your child is. So not only can your belongings be compromised, but your child's life could be yeah, compromised. Yeah, your safety. Mm -hmm. You know, Tanil, I know we're not telling people, we're not saying these things to scare people. No. We just want people to be real. Exactly. You know, if this is the world we're living in, a digital world, which has many, many good things. Yes. Many. But always with a good thing, there's always bad. You're listening to us because of this being a digital and we're world. we're a good thing, Yes, right? a very good thing. So, <laughs> so we, and these are things that we're going to do with our, that we do or will do with our own children. You know, it's just being wise about how to use digital technology in a safe way. Right. So, uh, another great tip to do is to keep your privacy settings updated on all your devices, your computer, your phone, your tablet, all that stuff. You need to keep your privacy settings updated. You need to do... Um, the constant updates, you need to have a malware system on there that fights all viruses. Um, but still, everybody needs to be careful with personal data. You know, we order stuff on our phone. Well, what if you leave your phone laying around? You got your Amazon account yeah. tied to your... This tied to your bank account. Because we want to do everything right so there. fast. Yeah. You know, I don't want to have to pull out my credit card every time I do something. So, right. save card, save card, save card. And so many people do online yeah. banking. Mm -hmm. All your information's right there. We That's just true. need to be very, very careful true. with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because, I mean, online stuff lasts forever. It does not go away. Even these, you know, the services that say, hey, you can type something and in so many minutes or so many hours, it disappears, never to be found again. Oh, like Snapchat? Don't fall for it. Once you put something out there in cyberspace, you can't get it back. Nope. And I mean, it could come up years from now when a child is applying for college, applying for scholarships, applying for professional jobs, anything. Oh my gosh, because what you're posting at 18 is not what your life is going to be like when you're 28. Aren't you so glad we didn't have social media when we were 18? <laughs> Every day, yes, girl. I am too. But it's it's the reality now that these teenagers live in. Yeah. So a slip on social media could cost you so much. It could. In the future. And we've seen, we've seen famous people. We have. 
you know, lose their careers over things that happen online. Yeah, so, comments that they made, yeah. you know, pictures that they posted. It could be detrimental. It all it all just comes down to common sense. And it again, does. like I love that you referenced the golden rule because that's what it is. Like, mm-hmm. don't do anything to anybody that you wouldn't want done to you. That's right. So, so we can all have happy DG lives. Yes, and we should. I mean, this is the wave of where we are now, and and it can be a great thing. Yes. So let's keep it great, right? Let's keep it great and and fun. And I love seeing my friends' kids growing up and people that I wouldn't um, be in touch with from high school and stuff. Now I feel like we haven't lost that connection. That's true. And thank you for allowing us to be part of your digital life each and every week here on Bringing It Home. We wouldn't have it any other way. And in the words of Bob Marley, live the life you love. And love the life you live. Until next time.